Oh man. Oh man, not again. Not again. This is episode 12, immediately following episode 11 that came out yesterday. I'm feeling like Drake. I'm feeling a little light skin. I'm feeling myself. So I'm just going to post these podcasts back to back. Whew. I know I touched on this battle shit yesterday, and it is literally the least important thing on the docket today. But this nigga Drake went in, man. He went in twice, and as a dark-skinned guy, I am really disappointed in Meek Mill. I mean, I've been disappointed in him with this whole situation. His handling of this whole situation has really been bitchy. It's really been, uh, as, as Joe Budden put it, he's really acting as if he's never been popular before. We can really tell that this relationship with Nicki Minaj is, is making him. And any man, any man should know that your, your woman should not make you. You should, you should make yourself. But, um, whew, Drake went back to back. And Meek still ain't say a shit. Not, not in, in a form that we can respect. Not, not, he hasn't answered the barbs and the points that Drake has has so eloquently put out there. And that's what we waiting on. I can't I can't really I, I don't want to compare myself to Meek Mill. I don't want to say he represents anything for me or any I mean he is a, a fellow dark skinned brother. But um I don't know. I'm gonna have to pull like I'm gonna have to go like education on him. Like I'm I'm sure I'm smarter than him. I know I know what ode and bravado means. And if you haven't seen that interview with Meek Mill on Sway in the morning where he doesn't know what the word bravado means. And he didn't even have like a slick way to play it off. Like, yeah. Or however you play off not knowing words. I haven't heard a word I didn't know in a long time. But it's not looking good. It's not looking good. But Rojo Show, episode 12. Thank you, everybody, who already checked out the episode last night um, or yesterday. Uh, I got Moe Heat Rock for you. So sit down and get in tune with this one. Um, few points I want to hit on real quick. This isn't going to be like a super long podcast. I don't think, um, again, you can consider this one, the one yesterday and today you can look at those as like, you know, my, my Drake versus. So one of these is going to be back to back and one of these is going to be charged up. So maybe this will be the charged up one. And I gave you back to back yesterday. Cause this one. I don't know. I, I always I can't look at my topics and judge how long I'm going to talk on each topic because I don't know. I got um what is it one two three four five six seven eight nine. I got nine topics. You know I'm gonna shoot them out real quick though because I'm supposed to be playing ball, um, with the Addy crew at two o'clock and I'm gonna be late for that. There's there's no way I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna be late for that. I'm gonna be late for that. But uh, okay, let's kick it off. So um. Wow, 
Let's okay. So let's start off with this. Uh, let's start off with Jimmy Kimmel. A couple nights ago. So okay. So um, Cecil the Lion, who was a, I think he was a he was a lion. He's a he's a lion in Africa. I'm pretty sure they had a collar on him because they were like tracking him and researching him. He's a fairly old lion. Um, and again, I'm all about uh, conservation. I'm all about uh, maintaining the the animals especially the uh the more regal ones you know like there's only a handful of tigers left if you don't know the majority of tigers live in texas not where they're indigenously from not in india not in um, south america the majority of lions left on earth live in texas as a part of a conservation effort um but there are there are poachers and there are it's it's hard for me to talk about this because i do know a little bit more about hunting than everybody than i don't than most um trophy hunting is a term used with a lot of different definitions okay so if you're really okay so the, the first definition of trophy hunting would be hunting with the idea or the plan to um, to mount something on your wall or to look for something specific. For instance, you can have a trophy hunt with a, you know, with a, a big, uh, a big deer. You're trying to get like a, um, is it 12, is it 12 point deer, a 12 point buck, 10 point buck, something like that. Um, you want one with like big antlers, looks good on the wall. You have no intentions of eating that meat. You have no intentions of harvesting that fur you're really only doing it for the head so that's one point of trophy hunting another aspect of trophy hunting is that if i'm if i'm raw at hunting like if i'm just an ill hunter i don't need to shoot everything i see i'm gonna wait for a quote-unquote trophy animal a trophy buck a trophy buffalo um something bigger to set my sights on not specifically for the for the um for the aim or for the reason of mounting it because I, if i mount the head i'm going to mount the head if i keep the antlers i'm going to keep the antlers anyway but i'm going to eat that food i'm going to forest and and harvest that animal properly and i'm going to do it, it, it as i would describe it as the native american way which i'm going to use it from the rooter to the tutor um i don't know what kind of hunter this man was but apparently there were lots of illegal operations going on uh, he wasn't sanctioned to hunt the animal where the, the the lion, Cecil, since he has a name, I'll, I guess I'll give him a name, um, Cecil the lion. They didn't um, they didn't have the right or the license to kill him where he was. So they actually tied a carcass to the back of the truck to lure him away from the the uh, the designated area into somewhere where they could legally shoot him and take him. Some dentist from the States, $50,000 to go over there and kill this lion. And is it, is it a travesty? Is it a, is it a, is it a, um, tragedy? Tragedy is what I meant to say before I said travesty. I need to know what the difference in those words are. Cause I use them a lot, but it, it's, I think it's both. Um, is it sad? Yes. But how sad is it? Because if you if you go by Jimmy Kimmel, 
who I mean, am I am I a fan of Jimmy Kimmel? He's okay. Um, I much prefer Jimmy Fallon. I actually prefer you know Letterman and Jay Leno to him. I think he's kind of soft. I think he's kind of a bitch. Outside of this situation, outside of this, I'll get into why I'm upset with him in this instance later. But him alone, I don't really, I don't know. He seems kind of mousy. I feel like Sarah Silverman may have been the man in that relationship. And I see why it didn't. I mean, I see from what I saw of their relationship, I see why she wouldn't stay with him too long Um, because she's a wildfire. She's a firecracker. And he's uh, not. He's, I don't know, I'm not sure of what his ethnic background is. I assume he's Jewish. We love the Jews! So I can't really say too much about him on that front. Uh, but never really been a huge Jimmy Kimmel fan. Uh, I think that shit he does with, um, who's his little Mexican homie? The one he always got sitting in the, in the corner? Guillermo. I think some of the shit he does with Guillermo is borderline racist, but whatever. At any rate, during his monologue, he chose to take about two or three minutes of TV time to discuss Cecil the Lion being murdered, which he, okay, sure, he was murdered. He was poached. Um, He was killed against his will. He was killed when he was uh, supposedly kept in a sanctioned area where he he shouldn't have been, um, and his life was preserved. But in the month of July, six black women have been killed in police custody and not only did jimmy kimmel not speak on this i I don't believe he's spoken on this please correct me if i'm wrong please email me at the rojo show at gmail.com and let me know if i'm speaking out of my place but to see him cry and whimper about cecil the lion and not bat an eye publicly about these six human beings that have been wrongly murdered that have been treated egregiously in in police custody disgusting just disgusting police how is how does that not drive you to cry as well how do you pick what you cry over are there any writers on his staff that may have thought hey if we're gonna cry about this lion maybe we should cry about some humans too i don't know i mean maybe maybe i'm pushing it maybe i'm out of bounds for this maybe i'm stepping over the line but I don't see how we I don't I don't know how people value lives. And I don't know how people rate murder or rate death. But I think and I could be wrong, but I think that six humans deserve a little bit more empathy and sympathy than Cecil the Lion. Again, I'm not hating on his coverage. I'm not trying to mix the issues I'm just wondering how repeatedly there are things that are that are celebrated and that are given more credence than the death of black people. And this is why things like this, the Cecil situation, this is why we have to protest and say that black lives matter, because apparently lying, lying lives to Jimmy Kimmel and to his writers and to the supporters of his show, possibly, um, the death of a lion is far more, uh, takes far more of a toll on him publicly. Again, listen, if he is crying every night in his dressing room or if he had a good cry in his dressing room, you know, after he heard about Sandra Bland 
And excuse me, I'm embarrassed to say I don't have the name of the other the other five ladies who died um, this month. I, sh- I should have that. Hold on a second. Let me get it. Six women died. So yeah, I, I I just looking at the video and hearing he he excuse me I'm, I'm sorry excuse me fuck out of here bro like I'm sorry I can't I can't do it so we got we got Sandra Bland who died in Texas rest in peace Kendra Chapman who is 18 years old was found dead in a holding cell in Homewood Alabama rest in peace. Joyce Cornell was found dead in a cell in Charleston County, in a Charleston County detention center. Um, she was 50. She had medical issues that she made known before she was booked. May she rest in peace. Uh, Rakina Jones, who was 37, was found dead in a Cleveland Heights city jail. Um, on an alleged altercation with her ex-husband. May she rest in peace. Um, I have yet to hear Jimmy Kimmel mention or cry over them. But Cecil the Lion, who is my brother from Africa, I asked with Cecil. Cecil moved, moved Mr. Kimmel to tears. I think that's interesting. I do. Especially if he's Jewish. If he's Jewish, I don't know. I don't understand why Jewish people don't find more of a kinship with, with African-Americans. We both got nappy hair. We both have been uh, victims of some of the most gruesome acts in human history. We should bond together. But but all, to in in Jewish people's in Jewish people's defense, because I hear that even saying Jew or being you know saying Jews can be considered a, a slur of some sort. So I'll say Jewish people. Whatever. I, at at some point, I'm going to say Jews again. But at least I'm referencing it. So that if I'm um, accused of anti-Semitism, I can bring it back. Like, hey, I, I make a dis- I make a a a, a dis- I, I, I discern between the two in some way. But I don't know. And and again, this this whole thing with Cecil Lyon, this goes towards a point that Joe Rogan and a lot of hunters make about the the way that humans look at animals versus the way animals look at animals and animals look at humans. Because I guarantee you, if Cecil the lion walked in my room right now, he wouldn't give a shit about anything. I'm lunch. Okay. Lions are killers. All lions are killers. All cats are killers. If you have a house cat right now, leave him alone in the house with a mouse or a rat in a cage. And I guarantee you, by the time you get back, that cage will either be tipped over or the mouse or the rat will have been taken out of the cage and been killed because cats are killers. Cats can't eat. Cats can't even survive on vegan diets like dogs can. Dogs can. Most dogs can survive on just vegetables. Cats have to eat meat. They have to eat meat. They can almost exclusively eat meat. I think they do exclusively eat meat. Yeah, cats are carnivores. Cats are killers. 
and I I know this may be in some way taken out of context to people because I'm not I'm not I'm not directly comparing Caesar the Lion, a, a murderer by trade or by 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 birth, to thousands of African Americans, specifically in this conversation, six black women who were not killers, who are not who were not guilty of any crime that warranted death. Yet there is a public outcry for Cecil the Lion by people, by, by people that are, by white people, by Jews, by people that are not black. And I have a problem with that. I feel some type of way about it. I do. And, and we've known this because this is the same way they feel about Mike Vick. You know, when he killed all those dogs, there was a public uproar. But when, when people get killed, when black people get killed, there is no sympathy. There is no understanding. Um, and I just don't understand. I don't, I don't see how the life of a lion or an animal takes precipice over the life of a human. And I don't see why us is, uh, why other human beings don't feel the same. There has to be some kind of separation in white people's minds I would really I would really like to be a white person for a couple hours just so I could truly understand how they see and view African-Americans. Because every interaction I've every every negative interaction I've ever been in with a white person, they have taken it to the next level far before I have. Far before I have. They have gone the and, and pulled the racial card or pulled a, a classism card or, or move way before I have. I look at, okay, if I get into it with a black dude or if I get into it with a white dude, the the things I'm going to say to them, the, the vigor and venom that I have is very equal. I'm fighting a human being. That, that's it. This is, a, this is a dickhead. This is an asshole that I have a, 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 a disagreement with, black or white. I don't feel the same when white people go against when, when, when a white person is in a, a altercation with another white person. And I definitely know it's different when a white person feels threatened or is in a, a confrontational situation with a person of color. Because the first thing they go to are racial slurs. The first thing they go to are, are attacks at their character and attacks at their education. Um, the first thing they go to are things that have nothing to do with the physical circumstance they're dealing with at the time. They always go for the jugular. I, I use this example very much. If you've never seen the movie Borat, you need to check it out. Because there's a pivotal scene, there, there are two pivotal scenes, where Borat meets, um, I, think he, I think he's in Virginia? He goes to Virginia and meets some like hardcore niggas, and he goes, he somehow ends up on a tour bus with some uh, cornbread fed white boys. And the brothers was trying to get him to sag his jeans. They was trying to get him some pussy. They was trying to see what was up with where he was from. The white boys did all of that. And then they immediately attacked black people. Have you met any niggers? Oh, stay away from them, bro. Stay away from them. If you if, listen, I will find this post. I will find this on, on YouTube. I will find this movie clip and post it. But it, it's happened before. And I don't understand why. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand why. I don't understand why white people see black people as such a threat. Why we're seen. I I, I. I say I don't know why. I do know why. This isn't the podcast to go into it in. But 
It's a shame. And again, again, I don't want to say white people and although you all do it to us time and time again, I don't want to, I, I still want to be mature and I still want to have some kind of, I don't know, evil white people do this. Not, not good white people. But again, I feel like, I feel like good white people are just, are just one step away or one offense away from being mean, mean white people, evil white people. I don't know. I, I really, I don't know. I saw somebody post something on Facebook about, they posted a picture of Marcus Garvey and they were like, why? Maybe he was right. Maybe we need to go back to Africa. Listen, they tried that. They tried to take some, we're not even going to get, okay. We're going, I'm going to lightly gloss over the fact that everything substantial in America now, black people have broken their backs to make. Even if you look at like the economic structure and say that we're not, we don't have a hand in that. Listen, America wouldn't be ahead if they didn't have us working for free for 500 years. And they're still getting free labor through in the form of um, privately owned prisons. Which outnumber privately owned school by schools by an astronomical number, especially when you consider the the inhabitants of both. So if you say if you because you might as well say that most jails are black jails, if you if you name them or assign them by who inhabits them the most, because most jails are heavily populated with black people. So if you take this black jail, because there's most most people in there are black or people of color. If you take this black jail and compare it to how many black publicly uh, privately owned schools there are, it's it's a it's it's a pale comparison. Nowhere near. So uh, I don't know. There's, there's so many points and that this conversation is so nuanced that there's it's impossible for me to stay on track with the conversation because every every point spurns another point. And that point spurns another tangent that I could go on that is is completely valid and is completely warranted and has a place in this conversation. But to Jimmy Chimmel, I, I issue a huge fuck you uh, on this again. I. I guess the stuff you do on Loveline with Dr. Drew is cool, but on this one, you get a you get a big middle finger from me, bro. And not that I'm anybody that you should be worried about or anybody that you should be checking for necessarily, but I don't know, man. The black community hears this and they see this, and um, if I have anything to do about do with it or do about it, um, this this definitely goes down as a mark on your card, bro. This is this is this is not good. This is not positive. If you were Jimmy Fallon, I'd be calling for the roots to quit. But I mean, Jimmy Fallon had I don't think Jimmy Fallon said anything on these issues either. So I don't know. Whatever. Anyway. Where's all my cilantro eaters at? I need Okay, so I need a Okay, so obviously I've spoken and we know I have an affinity for Mexicans. I love Mexicans. Um Latinos, period, but Mexicans specifically. I, I've, I've dealt with them more. I fuck some Mexicans hard. Um, but I like my tacos very traditional. I like my street tacos very, very easy. 
I just like a little onion and a little cilantro, a lot of onion, a lot of cilantro on my chicken tacos, my chicken street tacos. Um, but apparently they found human feces in some of these facilities in, in 11 farms where cilantro is grown and outsourced to uh, Wisconsin. Uh, it was three. It was three Midwestern states. One of them being Illinois, I believe. But they have shut down the cilantro uh, cilantro operations on eleven farms because they found I forgot the name of the of the the virus or whatever. It's cyclo 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 something. Uh, it causes a, a stomach illness. It's posted on my Facebook page. Please check it out. Hector! Hector! I need some info on this, bro. I need some of my I need some of my Latino people. I need some of my Mexican people to call in. Or not call in because I don't have that set up yet. But send me an email at show at gmail.com and let me know what's going on with this. I need my cilantro for my tacos, bro. I need it. Now, they, they aren't completely shutting down the sale of cilantro. I believe there are some farms that haven't been that have been found to be above code and been safe. But that's no good, man. It's already like stereotypes about Mexican food making people sick, and, like giving you the shits. So to add this whole cilantro thing to it and, and cilantro is like one of the few one of the few because like Mexican food isn't made up of a lot of stuff, right? It's like tortillas, uh, frijoles, arroz, that's rice and beans, and um, uh, chihuahua cheese, queso fresco. Is that the same? That's not the same shit. I like chihuahua cheese better. I hope I'm saying that. I think I'm saying it right. Um, cilantro. And that's it. Now, on the meat side, they go hard. On the meat side, they got lengua, and they got um, tripe, tripe, and they got, uh, what is the soup? What is the soup with the, with the stomach in it? The red soup? I know, y'all, I know y'all are at home screaming it out right now, <laughs> but I've never tried that. I've wanted to, but I, I don't eat pork. Which is like the only thing keeping me from taking Anthony Bourdain's job, but um, is that that's not tr- no? It's it starts with an M, right? It starts with an M. I can't I can't remember it, but yeah, man, watch watch your cilantro right now because it could have human shit on it. How does that? Are they like are they using the bathroom in the fields? Is this like is this a result of cutting corners? Like the owners of the the fields, are they cutting corners and like not giving their people proper breaks and not not paying them a proper wage so they feel like they have to use the bathroom out in the fields? That's something I could definitely see happening. And I mean, they don't give a <laughs> pardon this pun, but they don't give a shit. But yeah, that's a uh, I don't know. I like cilantro. They better stop playing. What else do you eat cilantro on? Um, do you eat cilantro on spaghetti? Do you put no, that's usually sage. Usually you put sage on spaghetti. What else do you use for cilantro? Italian dishes? Do Italian dishes have cilantro? I don't know. I know I like it on my tacos though. What else we got? Um, okay. Right. 
A little bit of relationship stuff. Relationship time! Found chicken. Wow, wow. So, I posted this thing on Facebook. Let me get it. Posted this picture on Facebook. And let me go to my page. That's um sorry. That's Super Mario Brothers. that's not it. That's not it. Almost. Hold on. Here we go. Almost. Almost there. Yeah, here we go. Okay, so it's a it's a picture of a woman t- uh, button up buttoning up her man's um, shirt before he goes to work or an interview, and she's in um mm, nice little brown panty set. Looks like black lace, easy jazz, and it says spoil him. Forget this so-called new age shit. If he's hungry, feed him. House a mess, clean it. His clothes are dirty, wash them. He's had a long day, rub his back and give him some love and affection. He's stressed, just leave him be and pray for him. There's absolutely nothing wrong with catering to your man. Do not let some new age bitter single broad, sorry, single broad tell you otherwise. I have one dumbass comment and that comment was, and I don't care if I, I don't give a fuck. Um, he has to deserve it and be what I consider a good man. Now, this right here is what is is this this right here. Her comment on that perfectly shows the problem because that post didn't say, "Hey, go spoil any nigga, spoil any man." No, it said, "Spoil your man." And if you have to make a distinction that your man would be good enough to spoil, then maybe you should be more careful and more, uh, you should show a little bit more discernment when picking these men. Because there should be no doubt in your mind that the man you have is a good man and is worthy of that. So what are you talking about? He has to be what I call a good man. That's another thing. What do you call a good man? There's a lot of women that call a good man a man that doesn't whoop their ass. There's a lot of women that call a good man a man that always give them the money or keep keep money in their pocket. Some women would say a good man is one that um, challenges her. One that brings better qualities out in her. Some would say a good man is one that slangs dick. Last time I checked, every man had a dick, but some women are hold that to be like one of the most important things in a relationship. Does he sling dick? Last time I checked, all men slung dick and and some percentage or the other. So I guess my question is, what do you consider a good man? Please email the Rojo show, the Rojo show at gmail.com. Ladies, tell me what you think a good man is. So we can start telling you what you think a good woman is. Fellas, please take part in this conversation. Email me, show at gmail.com. What do you think a good woman is? Nobody told you to spoil a boy. Nobody told you to spoil a piece of shit. 
Nobody told you to get married to, to get uh, married or get pregnant by that piece of shit. I love hearing women talk shit about their baby fathers because nobody told you to juice them. That's a that's a party girl mom uh, phrase. She says juicing. Nobody told you to juice them. But now, now you're so specific on the men that you date, and you're so you're so uh, forthcoming with what you expect from a man. But you've already been knocked up by a piece of shit, and get mad, get mad when men who don't have kids don't want to deal with. Your baby and your piece of shit baby daddy. We have to come in as the Russell Westbrook, uh, Russell Wilsons. I, I I don't compare myself to Russell Wilson. I'm just saying in this situation, we got to come in and be taking care of your son while his baby daddy is in jail or fucking some other bitch getting her pregnant or running around popping bottles, making horrible songs. So I'm just saying, don't get so particular and don't get so caught up on what your definition of a good man is now after you didn't let some piece of shit dude knock you up. And now you're walking around with his baby trying to put standards on other niggas that you just started adhering to. Please get the entire F out of here. The entire. Um, I posted a video on my page the other day about this two, uh, showing this two-year-old DJing. And it was crazy. He was, okay, so he was doing a lot of button pushing. It's not like he was, like, scratching. He was doing a lot of button pushing, which I think DJing has turned a lot into. Like, there's a lot of button pushing in DJing now. There's some scratching if you're, like, if you're an old head and you appreciate the classic tactics of a DJ, the scratching, the cutting, you got your scrap, you got your, your crab scratch tight, you know? But, um... For the most part, you can get away with being with calling yourself a DJ just pushing buttons, pushing the Q button, and you might stop it and run it back a couple times and all this other stuff. But however, however DJing or however technology has caused a decline in the technicality of DJing, there is a two-year-old boy on in a video on my page that I posted that is killing it. To be two years old he's killing it and i won't I, I i won't be able to prove this theory until i have kids of my own um where i can kind of curate an environment for them but this definitely shows that kids will grow up and will adapt to and will adapt and flourish in the environment that you put them in now, let me explain that because flourish can mean multiple things. Flourish doesn't necessarily mean to grow positively. Flourish can also kind of be like fester where it grows negatively. OK, so if you put your child in an, if your child is in a negative environment, they will flourish negatively. They will become very good at being a piece of shit. They'll become very good at um, disrespecting others. They'll become very good at disrespecting your ass eventually because they, they can't they can't grow up in a household of disrespect and it not at any point come back on you. It's going to every monster eventually kills its creator. 
And like I said, I, I won't be able to properly test this theory until I have kids of my own, until I have my own little rojos, uh, rojoitos and rojoettes running around. But the kids I see, they know what they're taught. And if you're only teaching, shaking your ass or sticking out your rump, all they're going to do is stick out their rumps. If all you're showing them is how to footwork and all you're showing them is how to talk disrespectfully to the men in the house, that's what they're going to do. And that's how they're going to grow up. So when it comes back to bite you, you can't act like you're surprised. But shouts out to this little boy and his parents because he is, I mean, he's DJing. I, I mean, he's, listen, he's better than half the DJs I've seen. He's way better than Flostradamus cats because they don't even blend. Like Last time I saw them, they didn't even blend records. And this is no shots at Flostradamus. This is just a, uh, a critique of the last time I saw y'all play. Wicker Park Festival it was whack. But this shorty right here is killing it. Yeah, nice little mix going on. Bobbing his head. He's feeling the music. I'd like to interview his parents. To know how, how hard is it? Because listen, raising kids is not easy. Raising kids is more than just being in the room with them. I mean, or, or it, I guess it depends on what kind of kids you want to raise. If you want to raise a kid that's engaging and interesting to talk to and has conversation, you got to start that. You got to have those conversations. You got to engage with them. I won't use myself. I, I, I don't like to use myself as an example, but I've been talking since I could talk. My dad talked to me. My mom talked to me. My dad's friends talked to me. I've been talking to adults since I was basically able to talk LaShawn always talked to me like an adult TT always talked to me like an adult my mom sometimes to my TT's dismay or chagrin talked to me like an adult but that's why I can talk now that's why I can easily say I've been conversing and debating for in excess of 10,000 hours shouts to my man Malcolm Gladwell if you don't know he believes that it takes 10,000 hours to become truly great at something I've been talking easy 10,000 hours. It's nothing. Talk 10,000 hours in my sleep. But that's the kind of environment I was raised in. So you have to raise kids in an environment that you want them to be successful in. If you want them to be nice, you have to raise them in a nice environment. But like I said, I can't really I can't really attest or affirm any of these beliefs until I have my own little little rojos. But um but yeah. This, this shouts out to this kid DJ and his parents. They're taking care of business. They're doing that shit right. What else I got? Teen dies in Albuquerque, New Mexico because the firefighter hung up on him. Now, this is also posted on my page. If you haven't heard this audio clip, it is. What's a good word? It is incensing. Is that a word? Incense. It incenses me. I don't know. It's 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 very 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 upsetting. Because this firefighter and again, I don't know how it works in Albuquerque. I don't know if firefighters double as 911 operators. Um I would assume that the the job of a 911 operator is a very 
It's a very tricky thing because you have to get specific information from people who are already in a heightened sense, a heightened state of consciousness and sensitivity. You're dealing with people oftentimes who have just seen something startling or seen something shocking and are oftentimes still in shock. Their bodies just go into this this kind of autopilot where something happens. Okay, the first most people in some circumstances, the first thing you think to do is to call 911, give them their address, let them know what's going on. I don't know how long this firefighter had been on the job. I don't know how many high pressure 911 calls he received, but the lady cursed at him because he asked the question multiple times to which she gave audible and understandable answers. So when she asked him again, he she said something like, I just fucking told you that, or I just fucking said that. And he says very calmly, very calmly, very calmly. Ma'am, I'm going to hang up now. I think you can handle this on your own. How calmly he, he, he cut off the support for that young man's life because that boy later died. And the call was made with more than enough time for him to have possibly survived and still be living today. But much like the police officer that assaulted Sandra Bland, he felt offended in his job of service. He felt offended. Do you know how many times working for Reebok, Adidas, United Colors of Benetton, The Gap, Old Navy, Southwest Airlines, in my long life of having a job and dealing with people, do you know how many times I've been insulted? Far worse and far less under, uh, less understandably than this man who is who is at a job where you deal with people that are in heightened senses of emotion. But he calmly says, hey, I don't like the way you cursed at me. You take care of this dying motherfucker on your own. And that's exactly what happened. The boy died. The boy died in Albuquerque, New Mexico because the firefighter hung up on him because he didn't like the way his mother was talking to him while she was trying to save his life. Uh, I haven't seen any pictures of this guy. I bet you dollars to donuts. I bet you my hand and I'm left handed that he was a white guy. And he didn't appreciate the way she was spoken to the way she spoke to him. So by that logic, her son deserves to die. I am um, I'm looking for the post and his name just so I can give him um, proper due as contributing to the show by me, you know, talking about his case and talking about the unfortunate events that happened um, with his life. But rest in peace to that young man. Rest in peace to that young man. And um, I send prayers of, of understanding. I send prayers of sympathy um, and empathy to his mother, who was, who, was, um, who was doing what she could to save her son's life.
You hear her in the you hear her in the in the in the clip. You hear her coaching the people that are around her. Good job. Good job. Keeping him alive. Keep him breathing. Good job. Good job. So she's not just talking to this 911 operator. She is common she has commandeered the situation that can result in her son's life or death. She is controlling the room. She is quarterbacking this shit. Something that no mother should ever have to do. And because the 911 operator didn't appreciate the tone in which she spoke to him, her son is dead, despite her efforts. Rest in peace to that young man. And rest in peace to whatever part of that woman that died that day. Rest in peace to her respect for law enforcement. Rest in peace to any thought or any idea that she will call 911 expecting to be saved, expecting to be helped. Because now this rings in her life, this rings in her memory forever, that when she tried to do the same thing, the right thing, when she was trying to save her son's life and get assistance, you have to make sure that you tiptoe around the people that can help you because if they don't, if you don't, if you don't talk to them the right way, they will end your son's life. They will pull back the resources and the help that they have been sworn that they are paid to provide because they don't like the way you talk to them. I wish that I could not give service to the dickheads that I've encountered at the Adidas store. I wish that I could not give service to the assholes that I've spoken to on the phone while doing while doing like telemarketing bullshit. Can't do that. It's an arrogance that we, uh, mostly minorities, don't carry in our our day-to-day lives. Definitely not on our jobs. But this this and I'm I'm assuming I'm assuming he's white. I've heard enough voices and have taken enough theater classes and diction classes to think that too to think with some certainty that this is a white dude on some bullshit. Rest in peace to that young man. All right, um we'll end we'll end on a couple of high notes cuz I know I've gotten it's, it's been it's been a little, little deep podcast, but deep shit is going on, yo. And people that listen to this podcast that know me, they know I'm all about the jokes, they know I'm all about the laughs, but Sometimes you got to just spit the real and this shit ain't funny and there's no way for me to make it humorous. There are other topics I have that are funny, but this topic isn't funny. A young man is dead. Six women are dead. But we crying about Cece. Anyway, um, anybody had Carl's Jr.? Carl's Jr.'s is not a restaurant that is in Chicago. It may be somewhere in the Burbs. It may be like one of those, like, like a Sonics. Well, there's a, there's a couple of Sonics in the city now. But um, it may be like Culver's. Culver's is definitely in the Burbs, not in the city. Carl's Jr. has, like, some crazy um, commercials. They're very suggestive. I got a couple posted on my Facebook page right now. But this one is supposedly like an outtake. Where uh, this guy's girlfriend is shooting a commercial, a, a raunchy, you know, real short shorts. But she's eating this sausage in a hot dog bun. And let's just say the sausage is a foot long. The hot dog bun is about four inches. 
and the director is basically like talking dirty to her while she eats it or while she like for the for the scene like encouraging her through the scene with like dirty talk like yeah put it put it on your lips mm, yeah now lick it from the bun to the tip and apparently this sausage has like mayonnaise inside of it so the mayonnaise starts to come out at some point listen I can't describe too much of it, but check out this Carl's Jr. ad. It's it's pretty nasty. Um, they've got another one that they're running too with uh, it's like a mushroom burger, but like all the mushrooms are in like black light, so it looks like it looks like it looks like nice asses. Check them out; they're on my page. Um, I'm watching Game of Thrones. It's as crazy as everybody has been telling me about it. Game of Thrones now is on season five. Um, if you haven't watched it and plan on watching it, please tune out for the next minute and a half. Why the fuck do they kill everybody? Huh? Listen, um, Ned Stark is probably the most famous person on the show. He's been in, he's the only dude I openly recognize from other movies except uh, the Peter Dinklage, who I would recognize from anything he was in but gee when they when they and they do it in this way where which i i like the show i i like period stuff anyway period like period like time period period pieces um just real quick um you know i love gladiator i love troy um kingdom of heaven the director's cut now listen Kingdom of Heaven, the regular movie is about two and a half hours long. The director's cut comes in at like 435. So you really have to dedicate yourself. It's one of those movies where like you'll watch it, fall asleep, wake up, and you still got two hours left. But the director's cut is hot because there's a there's another theme that they work into it. And it's really good. Um, but that movie is a good one. Um, plus, that's the one where Orlando Bloom kind of gets his balls back because he's he's a bitch in Troy. And he's kind of a bitch in another one, too. I can't remember. But Kingdom of Heaven, he gets his balls back. Um, Gladiator, Troy, Kingdom of Heaven. 300 is good, but 300 is less fictional, uh, less factual, more fictional, actually. Um, I know E is killing me right now. E is, E has taken himself, uh, taken it upon himself to be like the, uh, the dramaturg of the Rojo show or the fact checker. He comes in, he, he calls me after he's listened to him and be like, nigga, you saw Will six months ago. We was all out and got drunk at the, the whatever, or nigga, we was living on 87th or he, he comes and he like fact, fact checks the, the podcast. So I'm sure when I, when he hears this one, he'll have a list of period movies that I've, I've failed to mention. Cause, uh, he's, he likes them too. We, we kind of, um, we kind of both found out that we like him a lot while we were living with each other. But um Game of Thrones is that shit. And as soon as you as soon as you really 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 like to start to like somebody or start to buy into their storyline, they cut their fucking heads off. So, I don't want to give too much about where I am. I just finished season 3. So, I think this is the red wedding that everybody was talking about, but man, and dude's wife was bad as hell too. Now the chick that he was supposed to marry, she was cute too. But um John Stark's wife, she was bad. Was a sexy little body. 
This is why he was like, if you don't put on your clothes, I can't promise I won't attack you again. And then she says, attack, attack. Ah! This show is hot. And listen, I always appreciate a show that will give you some boobs. Just, just show me some boobs, okay? Entourage kept the boobs. Um, Californication, lots of boobs. Game of Thrones, always boobs. And a little bush. They show a little bush, too. But um, I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. I hate this little Joffrey dude, though. Oh, my God. I want him to die. I hope... Um, I hope... Is that... Okay, so that's... John Stark was the king. Jon Snow. Was it Jon Snow? Jon Snow just got hit with some arrows. I hope he doesn't die. Um, And I want these White Walkers to really go hard. And Khaleesi? Oh, shit. Khaleesi. She's hot. Her assistant is hot too. I can't help but I can't help but think that. So her husband, the dude that was messing with Lisa Bonet for a while, you probably don't know that. The big light skin, he's he's basically light skinned He no, he's white with a super heavy tan. But he was uh he was he's the one that poured the crown on her brother. A crown for a king. I can't help but think that those people are supposed to be black. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. But I'm just waiting on like we know black people have been have been on earth longer than everybody. And I don't see how this ain't this this show that, you know, um, that is based on ancient times. Don't have no black people in it. They had the one black dude who lied about having a fortune and they killed his ass and locked him in his in uh, whatever that shit was called, wherever he was supposed to have all these jewels. Killed his ass. So, yeah, I'm waiting on some more black people on this show. I can't see how black people were the first people on Earth, but we're, we aren't in Game of Thrones. But other than that, I like the show. Now comes my favorite part of this show. Where I get the dog, Terrence Howard. Anybody that knows me personally knows I don't like this guy. Can't stand Terrence Howard. My disdain for Terrence Howard started, what year did Hustle and Flow come out? Hustle and Flow came out. He was nominated for Best Actor. I knew he wasn't going to win that shit. But they were also nominated for like Best sound, best Song or Best Soundtrack, whatever whatever that um, the Oscar is for the best song in a movie. The thing that um, Eminem won. 3-6 Mafia performs hard out here for a pimp. And they wanted, quote-unquote, DJ, Terrence Howard's character, to perform it on stage. This uppity, light-skinned nigga refuses because he doesn't want to, you know, stick with the girl who got him to the dance, okay? You done done all these other bullshit movies, but this is the one that gets you nominated for Best Actor. And at the ceremony, you want to front on the people that created the song. And the only, and is really the only award you have a real chance of winning. So that's when I stopped fucking with him. Because I don't see how you want to play a nigga in a movie, but you don't want to play this nigga in, in public representing the movie that you could that got you this Oscar nomination. So that's when I first started not liking him. Because before that, I mean, he was cool. A, a lot of people, Sunset Park, that's Spaceman. Terrence Howard is Spaceman from Sunset Park. 
So I effed with him off that. I effed with him off that. Um, uh, the uh, the best man. He was good in there, starting shit. But um, ever since that, I've always associated Terrence Howard's real um personality more towards his character in Crash. Um, more towards a bitch. More towards someone who is openly soft and meek, but inside truly evil. And these allegations brought on by his ex-wife of assault and defamation um, all speak to that. She's got, okay, number one, she speaks of a history of violence towards her from him. She speaks of an instance where they were out of town where apparently he threatened for her. He threatened her by saying her body won't leave the island. And he used that throughout their relationship as some kind of um, a, 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 an, an ongoing threat. Remember what I told you about on that island? Remember when I told you I'd leave your ass on that island? And I can just imagine him glaring with those bitch green eyes. Not green eyes like Hector. Hector! Not green eyes like him. These like envious evil green eyes. And that, that voice he tries to turn on, like the, the voice uh, from um, from Idlewild, that's how I see Terrence Howard. I see Terrence Howard as a snaky, untrustworthy creature. I don't like him. I think light-skinned dudes should ostracize him too. Like dark-skinned sh- dudes are going to start ostracizing and, and setting aside fucking Meek Mills because... He's embarrassing. But yeah, seems like all my Empire fans, y'all better watch it. Seems like Lucius might be going to jail for real this season. Holla! I never, I don't watch, uh, I've never watched, whatchamacallit, Empire. I watch Power. And I think I'm a couple episodes behind, which is good because I like to binge. Which is why I'm moving through Game of Thrones so fast. I started Game of Thrones like, I started when I was still on the road. Uh, But I'm on... I'm on season three now. I probably need to go back and watch them over because I'm sure I've missed something. But yeah. Shouts out to Terrence Howard. Beating up women. It's not good, man. It's not good. Well, speaking of beating up women. Listen, I, I would never wish violence on any woman. But Ronda Rousey keeps asking for it. Why does she keep speaking Floyd's name? I, I so want this Brazilian chick to whoop her ass. I just want all the Ronda Rousey hype to stop, okay? She uses the same move, okay? The same move. I give her respect on being a judo champion, a judo Olympian, whatever. But her mom was one. She was raised by a judo champion. She even says she's been putting women in arm. She's been putting her mom in arm bars since she was three. Her mom taught her this. There is no other woman on earth that has the much that, that has the same amount or an equal amount, a, a comparable amount of combat training. She hasn't faced any of them. I, I tell you this, I bet you I put Ronda Rousey in a ring with some bitch off 73rd and she would get her ass whooped. Some girl that's been like, look, my cousin Pam, okay. My cousin Pam, 
I I bet with some training she could get Ronda Rousey's. A, I bet you her knuckle game could get up, and she could give Ronda Rousey a little run for her money. Because Pam has been fighting Charles and James her whole life. And even when me and her got into it, I'll cuss and talk shit, but I'm not trying to fight with little Pam. <laughs> she's got she's got way more bouts under her belt. I'm just not with it, okay? Me and Bradley, number one, I was too old to put hands on her. And when I did, it was just wrestling moves. I put in a torture rack or I put her in a lion, lion tamer or something like that. But I never, we never really boxed. Like Pam and her brothers, they, they had some wars. Ronda Rousey's knuckle game is whack. She can't box. I hope this Brazilian chick really punches her face in. Because all this shit she's talking, like she's trying to fight Floyd, but I bet you she won't fight uh, Phoenix. What's her name? Who's the, the man turned woman UFC fighter? Let's look it up. Transgendered. UFC fighter. I can't find her. Uh, something Fallon. Phoenix Fallon? Is that her name? Fallon Fox. Fight Fallon Fox. Why are you trying to talk all this shit about Floyd? Listen, Floyd will... <laughs> I wanted to say fuck your face up, but Floyd will Floyd will handle you, Rhonda. And all this like all this like feminism shit she's trying to tout and all that's not what it is. Rhonda Rousey's a bitch. Okay? She's arrogant. She's built funny. And she keeps calling out Floyd so that she can keep this this talk of him being a woman beater alive. But I'm telling you Learn from Bill Cosby because everybody that throws rocks at some point, a rock is going to come back. And I just pray that it is in the form of this uh, Brazilian destroyer. What is her name? Let's see Ronda Rousey next fight. It should be fun. It should be uh, coming up soon. She's fighting in Brazil, Korea. Beth Korea, is that her name? Yeah, yeah, Beth Korea. Oh, I hope she gets it. I hope she gets Molly whopped. And she deserves it. There's no woman out there that cheers for Ronda Rousey that can't admit that she's a bit of a cunt. She's a little bit she's a little cunty. And it's okay. When you're a fighter, you can be a little cunty. Just know that ass whooping is coming. Know that ass whooping is coming. What do you do? Right? What do you do? I don't know what you do. But you got to do something, right? Got to do something. But yeah, guys, that's it. That's really all I got for y'all today. This has been episode 12. Episode 12 of the Rojo Show. I brought it back for y'all real quick. Back, back to back. Gotta post a Rojo show. Back to back. Um, I enjoyed it. I hope you guys do too. Please, please, please. Okay. Start emailing me. 
the Rojo show at gmail.com. Anything, questions, topics, you need advice. I got advice. Hit me up. I need you to start using the hashtag. Hashtag the Rojo show. Hashtag TRS. Yeah, the Rojo show. Yes. Um, start getting at me on Instagram. Getting at me on Twitter. Listen, I can't grow the Rojo show on my own. I need you guys. I need my listeners. I need AC to keep going. I need Lenny to keep going. I need Lee to keep going. Um, Andrea and Hector, big supporters of the show. Need y'all to keep going. Hector actually posted it and gave me a huge shout out the other day. I talk about Hector way too much not to have him on the show. Operation this week, got to get Hector on the show. Um, I'm looking for sponsors. Anybody that wants to sponsor me, I average about 25 listens every 24 hours. Um, I'm trying to get that number up. I'm working on a poster. Any graphic artists, graphic designers, get at me. I'm trying to make some t-shirts, but I'm hoping no Manchez is going to take care of that. Um, But yeah, guys, the Rojo Show is the show for the people, and I need the people's input. So get at me. One love. Rojo with the Rojo Show. Back to back. I'll be back with episode 13. Today's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Maybe I'll give y'all a month. Uh, maybe I'll give y'all a couple days to get this hot and I'll come back at y'all on Monday. Maybe that's what I'll do. Till then, love y'all. Love yourselves. Watch your back because they out there trying to get us. Peace.